As you watch this teaching, please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see. Hi friends, welcome to the home group tonight. It's Thursday. My name is Paul Renner, and on behalf of my father, Rick Renner, I will be leading the home group tonight. And I am sure that it is going to be a lot of fun because uh, we're talking about fleeing and avoiding temptations. And specifically today, we will be talking about overspending. That's a hard one. Overspending. How do we flee the temptation of overspending? Now, for some people, this may be a temptation. For some people, it may not be. But for me, it kind of is. Along with me, today here in the studio is my mother. Hi, Mama. Hi, Paul. And home group, welcome. I hope you're enjoying these home groups. We are enjoying these home groups. We really are, Mama. I think tonight's going to be a good one. But I want to tell you that on our website, we're offering A Life Ablaze. This book is wonderful. It really is. It talks about the 10 keys, the simple keys you need to rekindle those, those flames for Christ so you can be on fire for Him again. And also, please, you know, the week is almost over. Get the download of the free PDF of this series. It is wonderful. I have thoroughly enjoyed what we talked about this week. And the week is not even over, of course. But get that at renner.org for free this week. And also, get the series. This is Dad's teaching on it. You know, he's not here with us this week, so you get to see what he says. And so order this series. You'll really enjoy it. You truly will. How to divert and overcome temptations. That's the theme of what we're talking about tonight. We've already talked about relationships, how to be in peace with all men. We've already talked about overeating, and sometimes, uh, sometimes we just need to set limits and do everything we possibly can to not overeat. And today we'll be talking about overspending. But our anchor verse is 1 Corinthians 10.13. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, amen, mm -hmm. who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. But with all the temptation, also make a way of escape that ye may not be able to bear it. Now, of course, when we talk about temptation, we're talking about things that sometimes seem more like more than we can, more than we can deal with by ourselves. An intense examination, a fiery trial, or some type of experience that, that is extremely unpleasant in our lives. And it says taken, to seize, to attack, to grip, to take hold of. Now, in context of overspending, sometimes it just feels like I can't do without it. I need that. For some reason, that little trinket next to the cash register is everything I need in life. And if I don't pick up that little trinket next to the cash register as I leave the supermarket, and some of these supermarkets are just better to avoid and, you know, just, just totally avoid. There are some places that I go, if I know I wanted to spend $100, I'll probably end up spending $200. I only wanted to buy one thing, I end up with a whole basket of things because all of a sudden they're all so necessary. Specifically, I like to buy things for my house. I'm building my house. I like to work with my hands. And, uh, and now I make lists now. I've learned to make lists because if I don't make a list and if I just walk around with my cart, 
It's a construction <laughs> store. Wow, what a screwdriver. That screwdriver is beautiful. It changed my life. And you know what? I think I need that size and that size and that size. Oh, and, th and that's another screwdriver. Oh, the screwdrivers. <laughs> I could get a, you know. And, and then, you, then you go, you just walk down the other aisle. And, you, and you know, I need to walk down all the aisles. I need to make sure I didn't miss anything. And all of a sudden, I went for one item, and it doesn't even fit in my shopping cart anymore because all of these things are so necessary. <laughs> and you know what? The one item that I went for, they didn't have. <laughs> they didn't have it. I should have started with that and then just walked out of the store. No, I, I, I need to make, maybe I forgot something important. And so, you know, I ended up buying all this super important stuff, you know, and, and then finally there at the cash register in this construction store, you know, then, then they have the duct tape at the cash register. Oh, I, I need more duct tape. I could run out. I definitely need more duct tape. I, I just may run out, so I, <laughs> I need duct tape. Uh, so now, now what I do, and, and you know, maybe I'm diving in a little too quick, but now what I do is I actually make a list, and I sit on the list for a little while. Like, I'll start making a list, and instead of going to the store as soon as I think something is urgent, like, for, instantly, for instance, recently my, uh, my, my vacuum... Uh, in the garage, my, my shop vac, it burned out last week. Well, I need a new vacuum for my garage. You know, that's important. Vacuum the car, vacuum the garage. You know, I'm still building, so you know, don't want to don't want to break my my other vacuum cleaner that I use for you know for the house. Uh, and so instead of running to the store to pick up a new <laughs> shop vac, I put it on my list. And I'm sitting on it for a little while because if I go now, I'll end up buying. A bigger vacuum cleaner than me. <laughs> uh, and I'll probably end up buying more filters and, you know, extra pipes and, you know, stuff than I... I'm sitting on it for a little while. And I put together a whole list of things I need. And then only when I have a full list and after I sit on it for a little while, then maybe I'll cross something off the list and hopefully go to the store and only buy what I need. Not even the smarter thing would do to not even go to the store. Just buy it all online. That would be even smarter because then there'll be less temptation. But sometimes we're tempted and we just think, you know, we can't live without the extra duct tape at the cash register. Uh, you know, that, that's just, that's how they put the stores together. They know the, that there's a temptation to pick up one more item. It won't make a difference. Just one more thing. It won't make a difference. But we have to deal with these temptations. Now, for some people, that's not a temptation. You don't want to buy another roll of duct tape. I'm, I'm sure that many of you don't think I need another roll of duct tape. Uh, but there may be something else that you're tempted with. And if it's duct tape, let me know. Uh, you know, that'd be cool. You know, maybe, maybe there's some more uh, home, home, home builders. Home, home, you know, maybe you like the screwdriver section too. Maybe, you know, maybe that has to do with you. Maybe not. Maybe you're not so interested in that stuff. Maybe it's something else. But we're supposed to deal with these temptations, and the Holy Spirit helps us deal with these temptations. Now, sometimes it's difficult to know, uh, you know, is this a temptation, or, or is this something that I can, you know, I can do that. There, there's no harm in it. I can do that. Uh, we talked about overeating the other day. It's not always about knowing when you're overeating. It's about trying to live healthy. 
And if you're trying to live healthy, you probably won't overeat. But if you're always thinking about, you know, is, am I overeating now? Or, or you know, I can do that. Uh, I can afford it. Well, you, maybe you can afford it. But is it wise? Because we, we, need to be, we, need to be, we need to be searching, reaching for more than what I can afford. Uh, I need to be searching for what is wise, what is good, what is mature. Not just right there on the line between what is what I can afford. Now, was this me falling into temptation? Or, or was this, you know, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, a little bit more this time. One way to avoid overspending is to not have a credit card. Or to not allow your debit card to go over the limit. For instance, I don't use a credit card. I don't even have a credit card. We just simply, me and my wife, just simply decided to live without credit cards. The day we got married, or a little bit before that, we decided we'd never have a credit card. Now there have been some temptations to apply for a credit card, but we did not do that. Uh, and so, uh, and then your debit card will give you an overspending limit. Cancel that. Uh, do everything possible to stay within the limits. Uh, and, and sometimes some people need more assistance in, you know, by fighting temptations than other people, but it's common to all men. I'm sorry, I've been talking for so long. Paul, that was very interesting and very, very candid. I would say I didn't know you love screwdrivers so much. Oh, <laughs> the tools, the power tools section. Oh, my God. Well, I want to say that often if, if you're married, if you have a spouse... One is a saver and one is a spender. And for the ones who are savers, <laughs> they think the spender is the problem. They think the one spending all the money is the problem. And that's not the truth. The spender and the saver, they both have wonderful functions. And the spenders, they just want the saver to spend some money. You know, you never spend any money yourself. You just make me look terrible because I spend all the money. That's what they think. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. But the truth is, if you have a trouble spending money in certain stores, give the shopping list to the saver. That's a good idea. They'll go to the store for you, and they'll buy the screwdriver you wanted. You know, Paul, I think Polina, your wife, she's probably the saver. And so if you sent her to buy the screwdriver, she probably wouldn't even walk down all the aisles. She would just buy the screwdriver and come home. And maybe vice versa. Maybe Polina should give you the list, and you could go to the store for her sometimes. And, you know, that might be a way to save people from overspending. It's truly a problem. Right now, people are spending more than they make. That is terrible. How long can you continue to do that? The only way people can do that is on credit. And once you get into that cycle, it's like you're in prison. You're always paying the minimum payment. You're always paying the minimum payment. And you have to break that cycle. It's truly a prison for many people. It's, it's not a joke. It's not funny, it's serious. And so you have to find the solution that fits you. Another wonderful solution to this is making a budget every month, seeing what you really make, who do you owe money to, how much are you really paying in interest. You know, look at things with a level head. If you don't know how to do that, find someone who does. There are plenty of good examples around you, people who teach these things. And I have to say that this is a lifesaver. It really is. Because if you spend your whole life in debt, you're going to look back and really feel sorry about it. 
you know, in 40 years, are you going to want to have that kind of life? No, of course not. You're going to want to help your kids in the future. You want to be a good grandparent in the future without worrying about, can I make the payment? So those things start early, and it's never too late to get started on those things. So fleeing overspending is a very, very vital tool. Well, this is very interesting. Um, I, I don't know if I'm really tempted in this area about overspending. That's because you're the saver. Well, I think so. Yes, I know so. I mean, I'm always going for the bargain. Um, I'm always thinking, do I really need this? We don't have a lot of closet space in our house, so... So I have to really be picky about what I buy in clothes, and um, and but of course I've overspent and and just just like Paul said, I have to have this, and then you get that, and then you're like, why did I get that? And I end up giving it away. And you're like, where did I put that thing I had to have? Oh my gosh! And then the question, what did I just buy? Have you ever done that? Like you bought so much, Paul? Have you ever done that? That that you go, well, what did I buy? Oh, it was so important to me. What was that? And and you know that your spending was more emotional than rational. And and you know I have to go back to Proverbs. And when you were talking about this, Joe, I have to go back to that to Proverbs chapter 15, verse 28, that the righteous study how to answer, that we study. Like now, Paul's making lists. J Joel, you've really studied about finances. I know that. And when you get some knowledge, then we have some equipment to move forward. And the Bible says, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. And and we really don't have any excuses now to say, I don't know, because, I mean, you can search the Internet and find anything, any teaching, any education about any subject, and it's right there. Uh, I like what Paul said, though, talking, talking to somebody. Joel said that. Involving somebody else in your decision, that gives your decision more power making yourself accountable and just realizing that, you know, the money that, that God has given you, you're a steward over that. You're responsible for that. It's really not your money. It, we, he just gives it to us. And, uh, we need to plan about that money. And I know that, uh, all three of my sons, they all make plans about their their money and that's so so very wise instead of letting the money plan you it's going to take you down the wrong path but if you're doing the planning chances are you're going to be the one that has control mm -hmm. that's right there's a bible verse that says gratitude is much gain and i think that's very very important because when, when you have a problem with spending, you always think you don't have enough. You don't have enough. I need that. I need this. I don't That's have true. that. They have that. I want that. That's true. You know, I have, to, I have a little secret. The Joneses are broke. You know, everyone's running after the Joneses. Well, they're broke. Do you want to be like that? So of course not. 
And so you need to be grateful. We all need to be grateful for what we have. Many people don't have what we do have. That's true. And so to be grateful is just a gift. Whenever you're grateful, there's a lot of joy in your life. And you're not always looking for the next fix. You know, the next thing you need to buy. The next car. Oh, they have a new car. I need to go buy that. You're just grateful what you have. And when, you, when you're grateful, what you have goes a lot longer. And when you're grateful, you take care of what you have. Mm -hmm. And sometimes God doesn't give us more because we're not even grateful or taking care of what we have. I, I know people who don't, they have clothes they have never worn, and the price tags are hanging on them. Not just one item, a whole bunch of items. Why did they buy that? Why did we buy that stuff? Because it was emotional. It wasn't rational. Another thing I think is a good advice is, Paul, you were saying you make a list. Mm -hmm. Well, show that list to somebody else and explain to them why you need to buy those things. Oh, you yeah. can't explain it, you probably don't need it. I actually have a friend that I call now before I go to the construction store. And I'll say, I'm going into the construction store. This is what I plan to buy. And when I'm at the cash register and I have something in my uh, shopping basket that wasn't on the list, I think to myself, I'm going to have to call him and tell him I bought something that wasn't on my list. <laughs> and Andre, he's going to say, why did you put that in your basket? And if I can't explain it, then I probably don't need it. Uh, a little bit of accountability. And, and we make it fun. It, 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 it's fun. Sometimes I'll call Andre and he'll say, are you at the construction store? I said, no, not right now. I said, okay, good. Uh, it, it could be fun, but, but it, it's helpful. Now, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, it's our anchor verse. It talks about temptation. Uh, all, this is all common to man. Other people are experiencing the same thing. Other people have gotten through it. Other people have made the right decision in the same situation that you are in today. And then in verse 14, it says, Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee from idolatry. And then in 1 John 5, 21, Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Sometimes we, we, we make things more important than they should be. And what is an idol? An idol is something that you made, something made by man. It's not something made by God. An idol is something made by man that then we, uh, we put in a place of importance. And, and it's a place of importance and respect uh, that God wants to have in our life. Of course, God wants to have this place of respect and importance in our lives, and it's a spiritual thing, but we put something most oftenly physical, or it could be an idea. Uh, we put something physical, we, something, we put something that we made in the place that God wants to be in our life. And of course, we know that when we look at our money and how we spend our money, we actually know where our heart is. So if you're spending your money, uh, your time, your conversation, uh, if you're spending too much on something that isn't of God, it's something you created or something that you've put in your life that is in the place where God wants to be, then that's how you know that you actually have some kind of idol. Now this may be an idea you're going after, like, like Joel said, comparing yourself to other people. It's a trap. 
comparing yourself to other people, having whatever uh, everybody else has. It's a trap. And once you're in the trap, it's like it just comes on and on and on, and that becomes your idol, attaining something. And we don't know what it is, but attaining some status or, 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 or some, you look like you got it, uh, of, uh, some visual. You look like you got it, but you actually don't. Um, that could be your idol. Or perhaps, you know, someone, pleasing someone instead of pleasing God, that could be your idol. Perhaps... Uh, it could be something else that you've you invested too much of your time, too much of your money in, and it's taken the place that God wants to take in your life. Once again, that's something that the, only the Holy Spirit can tell you. This is something that has been, become obsessive. You don't need to be doing this anymore. Uh, some of the temptations that we experience are not uh, obvious. Now, some of them are obviously bad. Like, you know, sexual temptation. Obviously bad. You know, it's just really easy to see. That's a bad thing. But some of them are not obviously bad. Some of them seem okay. I can afford that. It's okay. I can, you know, I can do something for myself. Uh, some of them are not obviously bad. But when you see what they're doing to your life, and that actually by following these things, you're actually stealing from yourself or you're allowing the devil to steal from you, that, that's how you know that you're, you're following the wrong path. You're doing something that's actually bad for you, although it doesn't initially look bad. It doesn't initially say, this is bad. I, I am bad for you. Some, some things do initially say that, uh, but you follow after them anyway because that's where your flesh wants to go. Some things do initially say, I am bad for you, but you're going to enjoy me a lot. Some things say that. But most temptations are very well hidden. Uh, and, and until you look at the situation truthfully, you can't really, uh, you, you, you feel like um, you, you're making, you're giving reasons. Uh, you're explaining why you're doing it. Uh, and so part of it is just, is recognizing this is a temptation. Uh, it started out okay, it's, it's now become uncontrollable. I need help. Uh, and by confessing that, you're actually shedding light on the situation. First of all, confessing it to God and then possibly even to other people. This started out okay. I thought it was going to be uh, innocent. It, it turns out it's, it's now it's just controlling me. I'm not controlling my finances anymore. I'm not controlling the decisions I make anymore. This desire, this temptation is now controlling me. I need help. Please help me. That That's... That's somewhere where we have to get to that point where we need to want change. Um, just recently, I was faced with a situation, and like Paul said, it, it, it seemed like the right thing to do, and it was the right thing. At that time, it was the right thing to do, but it went on and on and on, and, and then it, it kind of became something that like an idol almost, like something that was really important to me instead of my, my, first, my first motivation was to help, to strengthen, to, to bring an answer. But then my flesh got in there and then it became like an idol. Like Paul said, I didn't know it. It wouldn't ever say, 
a sign, this is bad, don't do this. But the, the weakness of my flesh, it, it appeared. And the reason that I found out that it wasn't healthy was because when I couldn't have it, then it, that upset me. Mm. And so, I, I mean, I should, I should just be free, right? I should be free, free back to, I'm in a place of giving. Um, this is, this is wonderful, but see my flesh got in it and it, it came out of order. This thing came out of order. And then when something happened, I was upset that I couldn't have what I did have, and that revealed my heart. So if we're listening, the Holy Spirit will show us what is an idol in our life. And, and we absolutely can be absolutely innocent just doing and doing and doing. But then when he starts to talk to us, this is an idol in your life. Then we need to get serious. Amen. Thank you, Mom. Lord, I thank you for this fellowship that you've given us tonight. I ask you, Lord, to speak to us. Shed your light, Lord, on those areas of our lives that need change and those areas of our life where we're not in submission to you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Bye-bye. See you tomorrow. If you enjoyed that teaching, please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see it.